Welcome to the Black Belter Podcast. This is episode 60. This week's guest is Sarah Elliott Sheridan. Sarah is an MMA fighter that trains out of SPG Charlestown. She won gold at the first IMAF Under-18 World Championships in Rome in 2019. Sarah has not been training that long, but has achieved a lot in that time, and from her clear unrelenting drive, I'm sure she'll continue to achieve big things. Today I chat to Sarah about how she got into MMA, how she started competing, her IMAF gold, balancing college and training, and more. As always, make sure to like, share and subscribe on whatever platform you use to listen, and hope you enjoy. What's up, Sarah? How are you? Thanks a minute for coming on. Hi. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I suppose it's like we were talking, like you're, you're just back from training. How are you finding training during the, during the lockdown? Because obviously it's probably a bit different to the way things have been before. Yeah, it's not like ideal, obviously. Like the gyms are still closed, but I'm lucky to have like training partners that we're training in the park. Like we're trying to do wrestling in the park. We can't really do jiu-jitsu, but we're doing like wrestling drills and striking. And like we're still trying to just do it as much as we can just because... Like obviously lockdown isn't gonna be over till March and have a fight in April. So trying to get everything done that we can do now. Mm. And a few of the people they come at the fellas' houses, he has mats in his backyard, and so we can use that for sometimes, but most of the time it's just outdoor stuff, trying to do what we can do. It's not the best. Oh, I'm snapping to be honest, I just wanted to be over, but yeah. Well, yeah. like it was much better, like the training outside, like it's a bad time of year to be training outside. Like the whole thing. It's horrible. It's not it's exciting. Much better in the summer, you know. Like now, it's uh, not a good time. No, you could enjoy it in the summer. Do you know what I mean? It's the sun. You're like, oh, this is great. I'm sweating. I'm with people I like. This is exercise. Whereas now, it's like, right, I have to literally get dressed to do something which is hard. Like it's not as if like wrestling's easy as well. Like it's physically draining, and then you have to do it outdoors, and then it starts to rain, and then you have to continue down there, and you're like, oh, like I can't leave now. Like I'm already here. <laughs> So yeah, no. Winter. I think this lockdown affected people a lot more, like differently as well. Probably hit a bit harder. Not yeah. really much to do. Yeah, definitely. And especially. I'm lucky in the sense I have that. Yeah, and like this time, it's kind of, it's it's I don't know, just the, the ending point just seems like it's there isn't one essentially, you know? Yeah. I mean? It's not insight, like, but we have to try and make it insight. You know what I mean? Like that's why, like, I got like this high performance planner like probably a week. Yeah, a week and a half ago, I got it off me, like, manager. And since then, like, I'm just, it's a, like a morning reflection thing. And, like, you write your whole day out and then it's an evening reflection. And, like, I feel like even since I got that, even I'm not being productive most days, I feel like I am being productive because of what I'm writing. It can be really, something really small. It can be, like, drink three liters of water today. Like, that can be one goal. Or, like, say thank you to my mom after dinner. Like, say I forgot to say, like, just something small. But, like, that's making me, like, right, like, be productive today like if you keep on doing this build a habit because we still have this time now still and i know it's not ideal but like we're never going to get this time again so we might as well try to make the most of it as well i say this now and then tomorrow i'm probably going to have one of these little self-pity days and i'll probably sit there the unknown being me life away but like for now i'm like yeah be productive try to make the most of it but yeah it's not it's not the best situation at all yeah just doesn't seem like it's ending hopefully soon hopefully by summer i say that but like i'm praying by summer there'll be some type of normality like what yeah. is normality but it's true like that like it's even like, like just small goals like i know the first two i know like the first lockdown i saw like it on instagram and everybody's training hard away like i pretty much did nothing like i just had no motivation or to train <laughs> but then this time i've like yeah. i forced myself like right well i'll do a bit of a run or i got brought some kettlebells oh, yeah. from the gym and uh it's like right well, i'll do a bit with that like it's kind of just it does doesn't matter how small it is like but just to make it make you feel like that you've done something you're doing something yeah. yeah anything <laughs> just little goals anything just to get your brain working as well because it's easy to sit and do nothing like we all love doing that like i love sitting around doing absolutely nothing like yeah i love it like but i just need to I try to push ourselves out of that little zone because like if too much of it can become like a little pity party as well do you know what i mean like i feel like we do deserve the days that like obviously and yeah, this situation isn't normal so like who knows how to deal with this because We've never had to before like when have we ever had to sit indoors and not like communicate with people basically like but we are lucky that we have like social media and stuff like that that we can still talk to our friends and we like we can still do stuff do you know what i mean it's just stuff like that yeah so what i found really helping when i've been trying and that is i've been listening to david goggins audiobook 
and, uh, and uh, <laughs> I listened to it like three times on one of the houses. <laughs> yeah, it does uh, help. It's oh, it's just my way to oh, it does massively, especially when I, when I found out like the, 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 when I've been when I've been running and obviously like that's his thing like yeah. and he's just talking about, like Tony's oh, just grinding through like and you're just like yeah. all right I, I can't stop now. See, <laughs> like I really need to start running. Like I really do because that's like one of the questions in the morning. You know, because do so, like what are you gonna do today? That's outside your comfort zone and like. One of the things is like I made a TikTok. Like I was like, I hate TikTok. I was like, I hate it. I hate it. But I was like, right, so you need to brand. You need to try to like get out there, sponsors here thinking. So I done that. But then one, I keep on dodging running because I can do about three k, and then I'm like dead. Like you can put me in a cage and I can go for like hours. Train like train three hours in a row, four hours in a row. That is grand. But running, I don't know. There's something like about it that just it's the fear. I think as well. Like it just oh, it kills me. But I need to start. I really. Need to start them, yeah. Inside them, yeah. So I suppose, like, how, how did you get started? This was in, in MMA, and where did your martial work? Like, how did you get into martial arts? Was it always a thing that you were interested in, or? Uh, no, not at all. To be honest, like, I'm not even gonna lie. I'd be like, I always wanted to do this. No, like, <laughs> if someone like threw a punch at me, I'm the most sensitive probably person you'd ever meet that does MMA. Like, if someone flicked me, at would like, <laughs> but it's just um, my best friend Hannah. She, how long was it? In 2016, yeah, she um she loved McGregor and all. Like she had pictures, like pictures of him up on our wall. And she was like, "Oh, I want to do like, I want to start something." And we we're on the bus coming back from school. So she said, like, there was a club right around the corner from her called Balance, um, in Drumcondra. It was beside Drumcondra train station, and we started in there together. It was like a crazy basic course. So it wasn't MMA, but it was jiu-jitsu and we were starting like doing jiu-jitsu. So it was me and her. We were the only girls as well. But Hannah is about 4'10 and I'm like 5'6, five, 5'7. Five, so like, we were partnered up, but it wasn't like the most easiest challenge to learn jiu-jitsu, something completely new with each other. But we had like we had fun down it. We'd done it for like probably two months, two or three months. But it was one, it wasn't really serious. We weren't taking it seriously. It was like like probably once or twice a week for an hour, and then we'd go and then we'd come back and we'd be like, ha, this is mad. Like, what are we doing? Like, what is meant? What is this? Like, it's why someone's sitting on me. Like, we were trying to figure it out, but then uh, we quit that, yeah, very quickly, to be honest. And then just a few months later, I wasn't doing anything. Like, I'd done gymnastics for years. I'd done gymnastics since I was about like six till 11, yeah, done six till I was 11, 12. And then I quit gymnastics. That's probably one of my biggest regrets as well. But if I didn't quit gymnastics, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have started MMA as well. But I done gymnastics for years, and then I always was sporty. Do you know what I mean? Like I always loved doing something. Like I couldn't. Like I liked reading and stuff, but like I was very sporty. I had to be active. I had to be out doing something. So I was like, right, uh, so stupid. Like I don't even like saying this part why I joined, but like, oh, it's just hard. Like. I was in a relationship and then I broke up with him and I was like, fuck him, I need to deal with something, I need to, like, I can't sit around doing nothing, do you know what I mean? And so I joined, I was reading When I Learned by John Cavanagh, like, that book. And because my brother got me, he's saying, like, he was like, Sarah, read that, you might get some, like, motivation. And I was like, all right, yeah. I read that and then I see an SPG chair, as I was mentioned in it, and I was like, oh, I know Fingless, like, I used to hang around up in Fingless. I was like, that's, no way, there's an MMA club up there. So then I was just like, right, I might as well join. I hockeyed the page over for about three months. So I was like, come on, they can I please join? And then they were like, yeah, you just have to come up with your mom. Then I kept them in, like, meaning to go up. And then I just never went up for like two months. And then in the summer of 2018, yeah, the summer of 2018, I was like, right, okay, I have to just take that step. Do you know what I mean? Like, stop being scared, just go. It's probably going to be the best thing you do. And I went up, I was like 10 minutes late in first class. I was like, oh, it's exciting being late. And he put me with, um, the, one of the coaches Gav and I was in a Muay Thai class and we were just doing pads and I started hitting pads and I was like oh my god like, this is all the energy I have getting put somewhere else I was like this is legal like this is class and then since then sort of just became like addicted to it like after that I was like oh and it's okay if I come up to like I was 16 when I joined and I was like it's okay if I come up to the adults classes like after the teens classes and he's like Sarah just start out slow just do just do the air and I was like no I won't please I was like please and then after a while, I sort of feel myself and I was like doing like coming up on scale, doing like three hours a day, then gone. And now, now I work there, so it's just nice to see how we're, I'm just thinking, I'm like, ah, oh, it's actually nice to see how it evolved after two weeks. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I started basically, just to do something and self-defense as well. But like, I just wanted to put my energy into something and I always liked sports, but like team sports just weren't for me. Like I can't, like, my brother plays Gab, but like I wouldn't be able to play Gab at all. Like he tried and 
it failed miserably, like was I yeah, like but I don't know, there was something about just being there and the club, the atmosphere as well. I just felt at home. Like I, to be honest, when I first walked in the door, I felt at home. And who wouldn't want to be at home as well every day doing something they like? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny that you say that because even like that the, the guest I had on uh last um he's a uh eighth grade black belt one he's training forty years, but he was saying that um he was saying like that his first time like it took him three he got right to the door and it was a it was a solid door so he couldn't see in so the only way he could see the class was to open the door and I thought he got to the door three times before he, he walked in and then he said the last time he just like burst in the door and everybody was like yeah. turning and looking at him but he was like well I'm here now but it's like you know it's funny. I think a lot of people are the same you can't run away like yeah, you know what I mean once you're in you're there it's yeah. the first step and that's exactly it. like just take, like you said like you put it off for for a while and then eventually yeah. just when you, you just build up the courage like yeah, I was just fed up. I was just like, come on, Zay, I have to do something. Like, stop sitting here feeling sorry for yourself. Like, get up and go. So, yeah. was that? But never as bad as you think it would be. Like, when you, like you said, like the best thing you did was walk in the door. You know what I mean? Like, when you walk yeah, in, it's uh, not as like, bad as you think I it's going to be. I can't remember who I was saying. And it's a, sorry, keeping it with me. No, it's great. It's uh, like, the first thing you, the best thing you can do is just walk in the door and like you probably won't regret it <laughs> you know yeah if you do i'll be like well but most of the time you won't even if you don't want to compete or anything like that even if it's a random sport like it's literally proven that exercise releases happy hormones that's why i literally just say like it literally releases a hormone in you that is like like a dopamine is it dopamine I can't remember. It, I think I don't know. Wanna, I don't want to say it in case it's not. They're just so. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> well, it releases the happy hormone. That's what I call it. And I'm like, why wouldn't you want to do that? I know, like, it's an effort and it's lazy. But what else are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Like, what? Like, realistically, what are you doing? So just go out and like everyone will love something. Do you know what I mean? You might not like MMA, or you might not like a judo, or you might not like basketball. Like, but you like something. Do you know what I mean? I feel like even walking. Like that. If people go out and walks. Like that's their form of exercise but as long as I feel like as long as movement some type of movement do you know what I mean like I feel like everyone needs to just move like my mom hates sports but like she does dancing in the house do you know what I mean? but that's her form of exercise yeah. like she'll put on a 20 minute yoga on YouTube and she'll start dancing and that's her version of it but and she no she came up actually fair play to her she came up to the women's self-defense class in my club to try it and she started loving it before lockdown. She was doing it like every Thursday. My mom's like 54 and she was doing it. I was like, yeah, mom, I'm so proud. I was like, oh, my mom. She was, I was like, why did you do that? She's like, it's just a support. Just here. I was like, ah, I'm here. But now she loves it as well. So she, she can't wait for the club to open back up. Hopefully soon. Yeah, again, like there you go. Like lockdown is affecting that. Like, do you know what I mean? It's such yeah. a disaster. But uh, like, was there ever a plan then to be competitive or like, or had you, were you competitive as a kid? Like, were you, were you competitive in gymnastics or was it just oh yeah like <laughs> I was very like I always just wanted to like I always just wanted to win to be honest like I just I'm not gonna say be the best it wasn't even in my head I just want to be the best it was just like I want to win <laughs> you know what I mean even in like little like snatch the bacon games like stuff like that I was always just like please but it was competitive like in gymnastics I competed a bit in gymnastics but I'm I regret leaving gymnastics as soon as I did like I started I hit puberty just started going through that and that's when I dropped I uh, quit it like after I start, like I quit uh, the minute basically I started getting like my period, like and then I stopped, and then but that was just because at that time like I felt like there was some you know hormones coming that you don't know, and you're like oh my god, what is this? Like oh my god, I don't look like the same as other gymnasts, like they're twigs and I don't look like a twig and that. But so that's probably one of my biggest regrets from gymnastics is quitting that because I, I was actually really good. I <laughs> think I'm not it's like a level. No, I was gone from level ten, but like regrets but no not regrets because gymnastics has helped me in MMA like that's actually one thing I will say when I joined MMA like I was so happy I'd done even the Gracie basics thing with my friend Hannah and I was so happy I'd done gymnastics because like even like head like kicking it was just so much easier because I already had like flexibility and stuff and then like I knew I had the education because I used to go to gymnastics as well do you know what I mean like if that makes since I don't I feel like I didn't answer your question at all competitive yeah didn't want to compete when I first went to the club like when I first went I was this gone to just put me energy somewhere and to just basically hit someone like just to, like ah, just put it somewhere like I'm not aggressive like if if someone even shouted at me I'd just look at them and be like why are you shouting you know what I mean like I'm not really like ah but I needed somewhere to be ah that was my place to be yeah and then after this year after the first class I knew I wanted to compete like I was like oh my god like this is 
this is amazing. I was like, oh, I just want to learn and I just want to grow and be the best person in this. I'm going to be the best in this. Oh. So I get so excited. And I'm looking at me here. My hair is soaked to the brim and I just keep on seeing it on the Zoom camera. And it's just not the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're grand. You're grand. And <laughs> um, <laughs> like, so, was there any? Um, did you have a preference? Because, like you said, like between, I suppose, the striking and the grappling. Because you said, like, obviously, you did the the jujitsu basics, and then you started. The next thing you were into Muay Thai was a kind. Of, did you prefer one over the other, or was it kind of just? Oh, like for the first year, I was com- like completely preferred grappling, like billion percent. Like there wasn't even a question about. It. I loved hitting. But I just didn't move my head and I just kept on getting hit. Like, I loved sparring as well, to be honest, I did. But I was very, like, I put more time into grappling. That's how I'll say it, yeah. I put more time into grappling at the start. Like, I was going to more jiu classes and wrestling classes rather than going to the striking classes. Like, I probably would have done, like, say I'd done, like, 18 classes a week. Like, four of them probably were striking. Do you know what I mean? And the rest were grappling. I just felt more comfortable on the ground. I think it's because I did start like I'd done a bit of jiu-jitsu before so I knew like right this is like this is this guard this is that guard do you know what I mean whereas with striking it took me about like a solid six months to just learn to keep my hands up again to like stand in a stance like my coordination was very very bad so you ever get like oh people are naturally gifted and like naturally no like none of my striking came to me naturally at all <laughs> this is what I'm saying so thank god now I've worked on it and then you keep on working that's how it's gone better like see right now I love both like I wouldn't have a preference now I'm like probably actually now it's probably striking because for the last since March all I've been doing is really striking <laughs> get footwork drills and stuff like that now I'm like oh my god striking <laughs> but yeah in the beginning it was definitely jiu-jitsu and I've done a lot of jiu-jitsu competitions as well. Like, I competed a lot in jiu-jitsu. So I think I had confidence there as well, like, on the ground. Whereas I couldn't, like, I've been trying to get K-1 fights. And, like, I couldn't get any fights. So they, they would be one and then the opponent would pull out and then there would be none. And then there would be one again and then the same thing would happen and then constantly happening. So jiu-jitsu was sort of safer as well. You're not getting punched in the face. Do you know what I mean? And I wasn't allowed to get an MMA fight. Actually, that's why as a... Because I remember he said, I can't get an MMA fight till I'm 18. And then I was like, oh, fuck striking. I'm just going to focus on grappling if I can't even get an MMA fight. <laughs> but then since when I came back from Rome after summer, yeah, August 2019, since then, then I was like, no, I have to do striking. Because that was just, there was no headshots there. So I was like, right. That was like what I was leading up to. So there was no point to me really doing striking as well up till then because the rule set, like, you're not allowed to hit in the head. It's basically... Like for the other eight games, it was basically a grappling tournament, in my like opinion. There was basically like like obviously it is under eighteen like MMA, but it was mostly like just wrestling and jits. Like you wouldn't really get anywhere from I don't know how to say that. Sorry, yeah, I forget about that. But you know what I'm trying to say? If that you wouldn't really get anywhere from like doing like you would. I should have done a lot more striking than but I'm doing it now and now it's balanced. But then if I just done a lot of striking, it wouldn't have benefited me greatly in the tournament that I was going for. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure they yeah, that. that makes sense. Yeah. It's just kind of strange though, because like there's obviously a lot of striking sports like that kids can. I, I know it's not like, you know, whatever, like the small gloves or four ounce gloves, but like like taekwondo, you're hitting, you're kicking and punching each other in the head, kickboxing, you're kicking and punching yeah. each other in the head, and there's under 18s that are doing I that. Know. So, like, I was so annoyed. I know. I remember. <laughs> I was like, what is, I was like, you're not hitting the head. But I understood it though when I actually went to the tournament because. Like the nerve, well, the nerves I had when I went over there, a bit of them were settled for the fact that I knew, right, like MMA, right, I I know now I'm not going to get knocked out. Like I might get strangled to death or I might get a broken arm. Like my elbow, like popped out. Oh, sorry, my elbow popped out of place. Like, and I was like, oh, like what's happening? But at least that fear of like my first competition of MMA, I was like, right, like I'm not going to get like brain damage. You know what I mean? Like, and I know that's like very dramatic, but you don't know what goes through your head before. You're like, right. But now I would not, I wouldn't care, but like I've grown confidence in the sport that now I'm like, ah, like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say I don't care because it's not that I don't care, but it's just like, it is what it is. And like, I'm going to be better and you're not going to like hurt me in that way. But the fear is still there that you could, but that's the fear, like that's the risk you take for the reward there. I just, I just, that type of stuff I suppose comes with with sports, like, you know, it's like, like there's like, 
rugby you're going to probably get hurt at some stage but you don't think about it because like it's part of it like if you play hurling like you're going to yeah. get hit with the hurley probably but you don't think about it you're just gonna you're gonna get punched in the head but you don't think about yeah. it too much you try to just no. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, Agreed. but yeah i do think that i feel like it will change especially in ireland because you, you're not actually allowed to fight in the republic of ireland mma unless you're 18 so i feel i do hope that does change because like i really did wish i got a few more experiences in like when I was that age, like so even just last year, but even people in my club now, like there's a fella and he's 17 and he can't get an MMA fight down in the Republic because he's 17, but he'd bash like 25 year olds, you know what I mean? I'm like, the age doesn't really like determine the ability, like in my opinion, it should be like, no, you should be allowed to do it, but the coach should just be a proper coach and not let them do it if they're not able, you know what I mean? Like don't just throw someone in just to get bashed around, like you should, I don't know, I do, I do hope it changes so. Yeah. Or like that, even if they could bring in something where you know you had bigger gloves, because like, obviously they have stuff like even at amateur with is it like no elbows or no knees to the head and that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. you know, you can you bring in just a, like small rule cha- rule changes that kind of you know for over time it progresses that when you are ready and you're able to compete. Yeah, I think it's hard as well though, just because MMA isn't recognised as a sport in the Republic of Ireland, so like like they're trying to make it a safe. I know why. Like I do understand now why the IMF done that because. Like especially in Ireland, like you're not even allowed, like not allowed, but you're not, there's no funding towards MMA. Like it's not recognized. So if we're here saying, yeah, let under 18s bash each other on the ground, hit each other in the head, like the, well, their opinion is it's too dangerous. It's, sorry, it's too dangerous. But yeah, the course riding and everything else isn't too dangerous. I'm not even going to get into that because I'm just going to get annoyed because I don't understand why it's not recognized as a sport. But like, why isn't it recognized as a sport? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, um, like, see, I, my coach actually works with Sport in Ireland and is part of IMAC and some of yeah. that stuff and like I think some of the same arguments have been made like that like like the individual sports are recognised like Taekwondo is recognised kickboxing is recognised you know mm-hmm. I, you know, like judo is recognised so like individual sports are recognised but you put them all together and it's, you, you can't recognise that it's a kind of a it's a weird thing like, yeah. isn't it but I don't know it's, it's um, very strange uh, politics that's <laughs> with the funding though just because your government recognised doesn't mean there's going to be funding trust me no true I agree with that <laughs> I, but I don't see a penny <laughs> yeah there we go taekwondo yeah. yeah I wouldn't even know much about it is about yeah. yeah yeah trust me it's yeah. bad yeah. it's a it's a shame oh, just, uh, you just all need to help and be together because I know there's so many different types of martial arts but some are just greedy and others and fair enough but we all have athletes we all want to represent our do you know what i mean it's we all want to do well for our country for ourselves as well we should just be i don't know i hope mma is recognized in the next like i'm gonna say five years but i, I think i'm just being hopeful saying that you know what i mean like oh, i hope it is but it really yeah. should you can only just wait and see i suppose uh, yeah so like then in terms of like i suppose going to the like you've already kind of mentioned the going to the uh the IMAFs in Rome how did that kind of come about you go from like I suppose not really wanting to compete a whole lot to suddenly <laughs> you're at a, yeah. at, a world, at a world championships oh no I know <laughs> I still laugh because I'm thinking I remember what I was like when I heard it. I was like what I was like you want me to go to trials to compete for Ireland to go to MMA I was laughing and I was like Owen Hardy like well he had so basically Owen had like he was like right it's the first ever under 18 tournament we're gonna send a team over like well, first, you have to go to Ireland trials, but you had to pick the people from our club first who goes to the trials. So we all done like a big training session and he's seen like what we were doing. And we went against each other and all we had a few fights. And then at the end, he picked, I think the nine of us, yeah, nine of us from Charles, SBG Charlestown got picked to go to, we got picked to go to the trials. No, we got picked to go to Rome. Yeah, we all went to Rome. Yeah, there was nine of us that went to Rome, but we basically, about like 12 of us went to the Ireland trials. And then, where was that? It was in, there was one in C-Max. So the trials were mixed in with the junior and senior team as well. So when we went, like everyone was there, do you know what I mean? Anyone who was going to the IMAX were there, like all the adults as well. So we had the trials there, but there was no girls. There was only, was I the only? Yeah, I was the only under 18 girl, like my weight there. So like he was looking at me and he was like, oh, do you want to like, do you want to just spar with the other girls? Like as in, who was there? I want to say the wrong people. No, it was. It was like Kaya Sullivan, Sean O'Bannon, and also like he put me in with them. And then, not Kaya. Kaya was under 18. Sorry, I'm starting to get like basically he put like girls in to train. He was like, girls, spare the girls. And 
we were there and we started sparring. But it was weird because the trials, like even though we had no headshots, we had to spar with headshots. It was mad because we got put up to, like since it was only like two or three girls, he put us in with everyone else and he's like, Yeah, go. And I was like, Oh my god, yeah, this is like sparring. But basically, we'd done the trials. Um, I was like, fuck, I might as well go. Like, I didn't think to be honest, I really didn't think anything of it. I was like, right, this is gonna be a good training session. Like, this is getting to train with the people who are gonna represent like Ireland. I was like, oh my god, like this is gonna be amazing. Get to meet people from the MMA community as well and stuff. And then after that, um Basically, I'm just telling me, yeah, I got picked to be on the team. I was like, oh, I was like, I'm going to Rome. I was like, I can't afford to go to Rome. I was like, how am I going to Rome? And then I made a GoFundMe and all, and then thankfully, like, I raised like a grand off that. Like, thanks to everyone who ever supported that and still support me. Like, I have a very big family as well, from my dad's side and my mum's side, so that helped a lot. <laughs> but yeah, after that, I got picked. I was like, oh my god, I'm actually going to go to Rome. I might as well try to win it. Like, I'm going over to represent my country like I was like oh my god like I would have never put that in my head like ever <laughs> not even when I started trying I was like what I'm going to rock I was like I'm what sorry I'm getting real like oh because I haven't thought about that in ages to be honest before like yeah I was like oh my god yeah that experience was just it was mad it was really surreal I was like this is happening but once I knew it was happening then I was getting competitive I was like no like like if I got asked to go to Rome after like a year of training like I'm oh my god like if I got asked then like if I can do that in a year I can win in a year let's go do you know what I mean I sort of that a competitive side and came out where it's like right now now it's time to like no one's expecting really anything of me but like I really really wanted it then and I knew I wanted like even before I went over like I could just feel how hungry I was like I was literally I used to have to lie to my mom and say that I, <laughs> I used to have to lie and say I was going to my friends and, and when I was going training because she's like so you have to stop training too much like because I was I was training about like four hours a day and that was with skill like I was going straight from skill like up to help with the kids classes and then I was doing like the teens class and then training till like from about like six to half nine do you know what I mean my mom was like Sarah like your body you're not like I was very moany and I was very came home I was like oh and there's like serious skill work and I was like oh it's getting so it's okay so that sort of happened then but where did that come yeah I had to basically lie but that's so that's how we knew how dedicated I was and how committed I was even the girls in school were just like so you have to just relax training a bit too much and all and I was just no, I'm okay I'm all right I'm grand like it was like an addiction to be honest when you like when I'm saying it I learned like I was genuinely still am like addicted to training but I now know how to recover and stuff like back then like I didn't really know how to recover I was just very one-minded like right this is what I want to do and then I'm gonna do it like and then went around and it was the best experience of my life to this day like honestly it was just I was nice as well because I was one of the older ones I was like I was 17 so I was everyone else was between 12 and 17 so I was going over everyone else from the club and I was sort of like I was sort of basically one of the mass like I was like what are you doing like just trying to take care of them and seeing them train and have fun in the pill and I was just like oh like I don't really go I've only gone away twice so I went away when I was like four with my mom went to Spain and then I went away to Belgium space camp with skill and fortune. So this was like my only holiday, like like basically my only holiday holiday where like I wasn't with skill or my mom. I was like, oh my God, like I'm traveling, even going to the airport. I was like, this is a new experience for me. Like it just felt really nice. And then went there and it was just a ball. Like it was so like good and I just can't wait to go to the more IMAX and I just I want to go to every IMAX tournament there is now like genuinely like because that was even the under 18 they've done it really really well for the first time and like they, it was really well put together like even like it was very safe it was safe but like the way they explained everything to us as well it was just it was really well ran and I just want to go back and like to be honest when I was first there I was in the like I remember we were in the wait sorry I'm pure wobbling like story time no, good. we were in the <laughs> sorry we were in um, the like where are we we were in the the warm-up area and everyone was there so like yeah basically everyone from other countries was there and I'm here sitting here and like, I'm seeing people being real serious like and to be honest that's how like they work so that's good for them you know what I mean like that works for them but I'm not like that as a person like I can't really sit there and be like <laughs> you know I can't like so like here I am seeing people from like Kazakhstan and all that I've never like even seen for me life just like very serious and very ready to go look like they're gonna like get blood in their eyes you know what I mean like I'm gonna like, get back on and I'm here sitting here like walking around laughing like talking and everyone's like oh my god like I'm here like this is such a great experience already and but the minute like I went in I had to go against Ireland first yeah that was just a bit annoying about the tournament yeah, I had to go against someone who I was like, she's from Cork. 
Lillian, yeah, Lillian Murphy had to go against her first, and um, which was a bit annoying. They could have like split up the two Irish people first, but they made us go against each other. But then I won that, and then it, I only had two. Yeah, I only had two fights in the IMFs, but that's the second one. The final then was basically against Kazakhstan. So like Lillian went against the girl from Kazakhstan, and then I went against her. But like I always knew I wanted it, but I didn't know how much I wanted it until I was in there. Do you know what I mean? Like it was when she like I went in the final. She judo through me and I landed on my arm, like on my elbow, like pure popped out. Like I had problems with my elbow before I went over. And then I went over and my elbow popped out and I could feel. I was like, oh my God, my elbow snapped. I was like, ah. And this was in like the first 10 seconds of the first round. And I was like, oh my God. And like, <laughs> sorry, then I just remember Gav coming in and he was giving me water. And I was like, and he was looking at me, I started crying. Like, and I was like, I can't cry in front of her. I was like, what am I doing? And he was like, do you want to stop? Like, and I was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, like, Gav. And he was like, same, it's okay. Like, I will support you. Like, it's okay. But like, just know that, like, and I just looked at him and I just said, no, fuck it. Like, that's a gold medal, do you know what I mean? I was like, that's a gold medal. And then I just went in and then the, last, the, two and the second and third round, I just dominated. Like, I knew, I, like, after the first round, like, even it, the first round was probably 50-50, but I knew I broke it, you get me? Like, you can see it, like, in someone's eye. Like, I don't know. I feel like I can sense it when someone, especially in a fight, you can feel the other person's, like, energy. And I'm like, ah. I'm gonna beat her, do you know what I mean? Like I want this, like I'm literally like in here, like with me heart, I mean slit, like I just want it. And I feel like obviously like in my head, I'm like, she's definitely probably more experienced than me. Like I I she hasn't probably been training in a year. Like the odds aren't really like the odds were sort of against me, do you know what I mean? But like I just it wasn't that I wanted to prove it to anyone else. It was more that like I wanted to prove it to myself because I didn't have that like big belief in myself. I wasn't like I'm the best. I'm gonna be the best. Like to be honest, before it went, I was like, oh, why did I even get picked for the team? Like I was like, what? Like how is this possible? But then yeah, I went and approved it, and I was like, hey, the party after. It's great. Yeah. You seem Sorry, to. I just went on a story time there this year. No, it was great to hear, but and. Um, you see there's like I don't know whether like uh, consciously or so called like have a great balance like of a mindset there like to where like beforehand you're obviously training so hard because you think you can win and then you get there and you're not even like everybody's so serious and you were kind of like chilled which obviously helps like you're not burning <laughs> yeah. energy not burning energy and all that, like nervous and oh, building yeah. up in your head like you were just chilled and relaxed but then when you get in there then yeah. it was you know all out as well so, yeah it was like a switch said, I don't know like, that's what like, I was trying to talk about before it seems like a great Did mindset it? to have like a, I don't like you know, you ha- I don't know whether like you said whether it was intentional or not but either way it seemed to work like, yeah because so. yeah, I was just like being myself and enjoy it like I did I ever plan to be here now like and uh, here I am like living the dream you know what I mean I'm like I have a flat iron flag around my shoulders like who can say they can do that like but then obviously like winning was the bigger thing but like I, I, I wasn't gone like I was going to win but like in the beginning I was gone for the experience like I really was you know what I mean and then once I was there I was just so grateful to have that experience and I was just like oh my god like this is ah. but I think this is quite like there's a sign of confidence as well that probably someone said it like when the coach said it to me after that so yeah, maybe yourself because calm he used the word he was like you were very calm and you were just being yourself, but maybe that's because, like, you know that you've done all you could do, do you know what I mean? Like, I know when I went there, like, I couldn't have done anything more, like, maybe even me food, like, maybe eating, but, like, training-wise, I was like, oh, I, like, this is, like, I've done all I can do, like, if I win, I win, and if I don't, then come back and learn, and, like, it was all just an experience, like. <laughs> yeah. It was a shame, though, I guess, that you had to go, like, well, it was against, I suppose, an Irish person first, you know? yeah it didn't really make sense it, we were both like just like oh sorry it was so annoying I forgot about this we were standing there and they called me was it, three? it was either three or four times they called me three or four times and they're like yeah yeah I'm ready to fight and I was like great great grand big adrenaline like Gav's like say you're breathing enjoy the moment here I am taking me deep breaths being like I am here this is gonna be mad and then I had to go through that like three or four times like because they were like oh wait you're not actually on like go down and I was like, what? Like, and then they're like, yeah, you're, we messed it up. And I was like, oh, okay. And then that happened a few times. So I was like an adrenaline dump. But then again, in the bright side of that, I got to experience that feeling three or four times where me adrenaline came up. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to kill. And then I was like, no way, relax. We're ready yeah. to go. Uh, yeah, I, just, I've yeah. had that before, being at World and European Championships. Yeah. And the, like you, you kind of know the schedule beforehand. So you know like you're expecting to fight like kind of the afternoon, maybe on a, we'll say a, a Saturday and they yeah. go, and it starts running behind and then like you're getting but you're getting ready to warm up and then like it's gone and you're waiting and it's running late and then eventually they go, like, you're building up like getting ready to go 
at some stage <laughs> today, but then they come out and they go, uh, the section's been pushed back to tomorrow, and it's just like, oh. like, what do you mean? You know what I mean? It's just like... Have you gone to many tournaments yourself? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I, my background's taekwondo, uh, like, ITF taekwondo, so not the one in the Olympics, but, uh, yeah, so, like, I've... Nice. Ten European championships... Yeah. Five, five world championships so quite a lot i'm a, a very yeah, but, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah so so yeah t- 10 years i was 15 when i started kind of at yeah. a international level 25 now so uh that's class yeah. i was listening to one of your podcasts and you were saying like yeah you coach as well you coach the kids as well it's yeah, class, so. yeah, yeah. So teaching the club as well. So I've been, I've been doing that years now at this stage as well. So uh, yeah, it's just, it's like a home. You're just like, ah, it's just what I do. It's not you. Yeah, part of the furniture, I guess. It's. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I feel that way, and I'm only there about two years. But like, I'm, ba- I like, I do reception now in Charles. I do reception now in Charlestown. Like when people come in, like I bring them around and like they do consultations and I like, join them and then I help with the kids' class as well. And then we had them like, oh my god, like. How am I like I'm doing this like I'm basically like part of like the Shim family and it just feels nice. It's just a place where I don't even think about it and now I'm just like, oh like that's basically my second home. Do you know what I mean? And like I feel the most comfortable when I'm there as well. Like obviously in my own house are but it's it's nice to know that there's like an external family there as well that you know have your back. Do you know what I mean? Like the fellas hate the piss at me because it's but I know if someone else would present me, they'd be like, you know what I mean? So it's it's nice to have that yeah. there as well. Was it was there many girls when you started in the gym? Was there many? Were you one of the only few? Were you one of the few girls that were there? <laughs> yeah, there wasn't. When I first joined, there was like Leah McCourt always trained, but like when I first joined, I wasn't allowed into the comp classes because I was only like new, like so I never trained with her. And yeah, for probably like three or four months, I was the only girl there. Yeah, and then Bunchen, love Bunchen. Bunchen joined, and she's been there since. She's an absolute workhorse I can't wait till she competes in MMA because people oh my god like people will, will underestimate her at the beginning they will but ah like she is gonna kill people like she's she's mad but she's a good mad you know what I mean it's in a in a good way so she's there now but um yeah now there's a few is there? there's a lot of like people in the MMA fit class girls in the MMA fit class love like the girl group but they won't compete you know what I mean like it's nice when I go on like the Thursdays or like Jits then there's like maybe like one or two and then it would be like yeah but a lot of the time Lauren oh yeah Lauren joined as well and then Lauren hopefully will be competing soon she's gonna kill me for even saying that but I'm praying Lauren comes to the IMAX with me <laughs> but uh, yeah no the girls actually it's grown a lot since I first joined yeah since I first joined till now it's grown a lot like probably by like 10 you know what I mean but that's a lot considering that in the beginning there was zero so the numbers are steadily grown which is nice to see as well because we do need more girls in it like I do go up to like SVG Tala no not SVG Tala SVG D24 Paddy's gym um, and to go train with the girls up there as well just to get like different bodies in as well because it is hard like it's it's great sparring fellas and I feel like especially like as a girl sparring fellas is probably more beneficial for me because more beneficial and not in ways I think there's pros and cons to both do you know what I mean like I like sparring fellas because I know I'm tough and I know that obviously some of them like there's cons because you know that they're not going 100 percent all the time because it probably isn't going to be even if they go 100 percent all the time do you know what i mean like just some of them are just better and then they're heavier as well and i don't like saying it, but like a lot of the time like scientifically like they're going to be stronger like i hate when a new white belt comes in and he I just can't beat them and I'm like oh I'm like oh it's just frustrating me because I am better and I know I'm better but I just can't win and but then you have to let go of the ego you're like no get rid of that ego like it's okay we're all here to learn but then sparring with girls it's I think it's it's always different sparring girls and sparring fellas like I always feel that way like sparring fellas it's I don't know I think it's probably in my head like it's not like I don't know how to say this it's like not that I have to work harder. It's it's not like that, but it's more in me had like something to prove because I get really annoyed when someone spares me and I can feel that they're not like they're letting me do a lot of things. And like I know that's how you learn as well, but like there's a limit, there's a balance of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, don't be a scumbag, but don't be like just tipping me, you know what I mean? Like, come on, like, give me something. But like then with girls, we're both just like <laughs> just like right. <laughs> So there's pros and cons yeah. to both. 
there's like that fine balance there I suppose like I know like anytime we spar like I've sparred with the girls we like a national team trying and we spar a lot of the girls like it's not oh. like like you said like you're not taking it easy on them but like are you going to hit them as oh. hard as you can like there's like but like you're not going to like I don't know it's uh, like you said it's hard to describe I know what you're it's, it's, I get what you're saying like it's not like you're not, you're oh, not taking it easy but like you're not like yeah because you're like, not going your full because your full will probably yeah, bash them and that's not uh, bad to say either do you know what I mean like I like I know like obviously not all the time and there's outliers and I will I would bash some of the fellas in my gym I will say that proudly I would bash his right do you want to any names <laughs> yeah oh no I'm not saying names I'm like fucking no but you just know who you are that's what I'm saying whoever they think it is I mean the best of the four hey mm-hmm. reverse psychology but uh, yeah no I like I love sparring the girls as well though it is different and it's good to get female bodies in as well and you sort of know. I think it, it's easier to compare your level when you spar girls because with fellas, like you said, I never really know like what percentage they're giving me. So it's hard for me to see where I'm at fully, like as an athlete. Like obviously, like when I'm sparring and like they're very helpful and they'll be like, Oh Sarah, just do like they'll give me tips and I'll be like, Right, yeah, grand, I can see where I go wrong. Or at least when you spar a girl, it's more realistic and you can sort of see where your level is against the other girls, do you know what I mean? Like that. I think yeah. that makes sense. Yes, I'm like, Yeah, it does. So I suppose, I, I know you mentioned there like you were like obviously you were going to you had balance in school with training for the for the IMAPs. How did you find that now even with college? Like how did you find that kind of balance? Was there a balance or Yeah, it was to be honest, like before the IMAPs there like there was, like I was going to school, do you know, and like I was there and That's a start. Yeah, like I was there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually good in school. Like I'm going back to my old school to teach. Like they like let me go back to teach next January. So the fact that they let me go back, I obviously wasn't like the worst. Like I never was I wasn't like disrespect like I was always academically average, you know what I mean? Like I could sort of sit in that class and not do much and still do grand, you know, like I like I'm one of those annoying people that I hate even saying that, but I could sort of sit there and like I can take it in and then I'll still do me notes like I, I would still do me notes but like I'd probably do them once a week and then that would be grand like I'd be okay and then I'd go training but yeah when I was in school it was mostly just training that's why my mom and the girls like the friends were just like Sarah what are you doing because all I was doing was training I was like oh no I was like no this is what this one makes me happy it's okay but now with college it's a uh, right now I actually like being online in college just because it suits me down to a T as in I'm trying like the campus is only like 15 minutes up the road to me like it's the dcu st pat's campus like that's only up the road but like at least i don't have to go in all the classes i can do are online i can literally log on my laptop for an hour and then go out and train and literally come back in log in and then go and then come back i don't need to actually physically make a journey up and then physically make a journey back and like stuff like that but during fight camp it was mad like oh the fight camp that i was meant to have sorry if i didn't have the fight it's meant to be on clan wars on the 6th of December that's when I was sort of struggling with college and training and I was like oh how am I doing it's like I have so many assignments to do I was like oh like what am I doing and like it's like oh I'm gonna quit college I was like I can't do college and I was like I can't I need Susie I was like I need Susie I know it's only one well, I was like I need it so I was like going up to train at like nine o'clock in the morning yeah I was going to train at nine o'clock in the morning and then I was doing college from like nine till eleven and then I'd train from like even if I had like a lecture I'd just have to miss it or just like log in for attendance and then I'd train from like 11 to 1 and then I'd literally go back into the office do college from like 1 to 3 and then go like have lunch there bring all my food up in training and I got for like yeah for all of like the three weeks that I was like in fight camp for for that fight I was basically living up in the gym like I brought my food with me I was and then I'd train again like I'd train from like probably 4 to 5 and then I'd train from like half six to like eight or half eight and then I'd go home and then I'd be back up there at nine like say I didn't have a lecture till 10 then that'd be different but a lot of times started at nine so I was basically living up and training but I loved it that was actually my that was probably like my happiest time to be honest I'm only thinking about that like the little fight camp from December like I was training I was still in college oh, I did I got like the bus in to see the girls for like a coffee or something or hot chocolate so I was still seeing my friends and I was getting to train and I was still in college like I like college as well like I'm doing like history and religion like I was saying earlier on second skill teaching but I feel like I'm learning a lot as a person from that as well do you know what I mean like you're learning like the teaching skills but that's just how to communicate with people it's how to try to understand people and like get different perspectives like classroom management like stuff like that but like stuff that you can apply to everyday life as well do you know what I mean like you're trying to be a teacher like that's like an influence in a younger person's life so I feel like there's a lot I can take from that that'll just even help me as a person 
you know what I mean like we're doing like modules that are like like philosophy and human development and we're doing like we're doing sacramental theology and rituals and that sounds like absolute like politics right but it's not like I learned about mimetic desire and the mimetic theory and it's about like how as like when we were younger like toddlers that's how we like how we grew was by imitating everything we see and what was around us and that's how we grow and we always need one person to sort of be like a greater order to be angry at and I'm like sorry I'm learning stuff like this and I'm like oh my god that makes sense like as humans we always want to complain as well like we always like try like Irish people love doing it as well we like to find something to be angry about or angry at but that's just the way that like sorry I'm here going on a rant about like sacramental theology like what am I doing but that's just the way that we like sort of started to develop but there's ways that you can change your mind and stuff like that I'm just going like I'm so sorry like I'm here talking about no no it was very interesting though that's what I'm saying so basically I like what I'm doing in college some parts are a load of bollocks and I'm like why am I even doing this like I have to do the history of Christianity and I'm like oh my god I'm like this is actually draining the life out of me or the history of the Irish landscape I'm like oh but overall like I like it I do I had to teach a class on famine through Zoom like two weeks ago and I was just like yeah so like this is my powerpoint <laughs> this is a game look at who but yeah I'm learning skills that's how I say it sorry I'm learning a lot of skills through my course and I like my course that's why it's easier to do how did you find that was that your first experience of teaching like that or through zoom like not in yeah. person have you, you haven't done any teaching in person yet have you no we haven't even been on campus once I haven't met anyone from my course like and there's about like 90 of us and we're all just like hey yeah. <laughs> But it was, yeah, it was a bit mad. It was, oh, like, I got, like, mine was actually a bit very bad because <laughs> I got a call. Like, I just got a bit of bad medical news before, like, three minutes before I had to teach. And then the camera comes, I forgot Zoom, you know, when you're talking, you're the big person. I forgot that. And here I am, like, we're basically, like, red eyes, like, me face, like, red cheeks out of here, like, after being crying, like, looking at, hey, yeah, so this is the class I'm going to teach. And the, the supervisor seen me and he told everyone to leave for a minute and he was just like, okay and all I was like yeah no I just got news and he's like you can do it tomorrow if you want and I was just like oh fuck I might as well just do it now do you know if I get it done and if if like it stood to me though because he was like perseverance and in my head I'm like that's jujitsu that is MMA like perseverance look at me I can do this but the whole experience was grand it was a bit like we're all, like we're only doing it to college students so like we've done it to the groups we got into groups of, like five and six and we've done it between each other so like we're all in the same boat but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be like I can see myself now as a teacher like I, I couldn't see myself as a teacher before then to be honest I was like oh imagine me as a teacher but there's all different types of teachers you know what I mean it doesn't have to be this one stereotype like ah she's a teacher no I'd be a great teacher I'd be a sound teacher a fair teacher <laughs> oh, oh no so is the plan to be is the plan to be a teacher or do you think after like, yeah like post I think, maybe like, pro mma or ufc or ah ufc <laughs> like three years three four years what i don't even care like that is happening i intend to be ufc world champion that is happening that's out there that's getting worked towards do you know what i mean that is the goal but i always feel like you do need a backup plan because you never know like touch wood but you never know what could happen do you know what i mean and like even after, so after I like my UFC, after I win the UFC, I get my debut, then I'll win, I'll be world champion, It'll be like two way classes. After that, like I'd love to like open a gym, but everyone loves to open a gym who wants to actually manage a gym. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't really like the stress of managing it. So I'd probably get someone else to manage it for me and I'll be training here and there and then I'll go teach when I'm about 35. Like I want to teach when I'm older, do you get me? Like I want to teach after I do like my sports things. Well, I want to teach when I have kids basically, like once. I'm set, like sort of settled with kids, like with kids and stuff. Then I'd like to teach, but I just thought, like, right, I need, I need a backup plan. I'd love to teach. Might as well do my backup plan now. Get that done, and then, like, hopefully by the end of my course, my course is another three years. So hopefully by the end of my course, I'll be, I'll be well on the way to, yeah, I'll be at my goal, not my goal, but at one of my goals. I think. See, I want to win two IMAF. I want to win two IMAFs, like gold medals, like as in, two like I want to win it and then I want to keep, no, but like I want to win like four tournaments. <laughs> like, sorry. I'm like, I want to win four tournaments, but I want to win like all the tournaments, but I want to, what's that? I want to keep it as well. Retain, no. Yeah, retain. I want to, you know what I'm trying to say? Like I want to be a world champ and then defend, yeah, I want to be a world champ and defend it for t like a year. I want to make sure I can defend it because 
like not that I don't think there's a point of being in and not defending I'm not like that but just for myself I'm like right if I can be like world champ or like Asian champ and European champ so say just say this year say the Europeans the Asian Open and the Worlds if I can win that at junior and then like say next year go back at junior and still be like that gold medalist and then go up to the seniors and then win gold and seniors but then I'll go pro no problem do you know what I mean I want to be the best amateur like want to prove to myself as an amateur like like the IMS is the best tournament for that and I'm like right if I can like hold that there then like he was gonna fucking stop me I'm proud no one you know what I mean I'm like no I will be like that oh, I'm sorry just plans keep me excited I get real oh I get greedy because I'm like I can see do you know what I mean I'm like that's happening it's not a matter of like if it's just a matter of if you like time and experience but it's I love that I say it and I haven't even had an amateur MMA fight yet, but I will have the amateur MMA fight, but I can just, the path is already there because I know that, and I know how everyone, like a lot of people work hard, do you know what I mean? Like I know that, but I don't know, it's different. There's a vision, there's a difference between like a vision and then a plan, do you know what I mean? Like I can see this as in like, not even in my head, like oh, it's a dream. Like it is a dream, yeah, but it's a dream that's going to come true, so it's a plan. <laughs> but there's a difference there, like it's going to, and I have a great team around me. I'm very lucky, to be honest. Like, I have, even now, like, as an amateur, like, I am very, like, like well-supported, you know what I mean? Like, even how, like, I proved myself in the world, and that's why, so I, I deserve what, like, who I have, like, in my corner. But even just say, like, Owen Roddy, like, he is literally, like, in my eyes, the best MMA coach in the world, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm literally training under Owen Roddy. Like, how, like, that, that's a blessing in itself. Like, then, like, say, Tristan Kennedy, like, he done... Like he gives me plans. My the nutritionist, like Conor McGregor's nutritionist, has helped me. Like massage goes on, Ireland the sending me out stuff for, like massage, like you know what I mean, like stuff like that. Like I have a very, and then my manager Paul, like one hit management, like he does a lot for me. Like even just like personally, like he does a lot. Do you know what I mean? So I have a really, really good team around me already. So I'm like right, and the, but I know the reason I have a good team around me is because I've prove myself that I do put in the work like I know I'm a workhorse that's one like I might not be the most technical in the room yet or I might not be the most experienced yet but I know that like I am the hardest worker in the room and you're not going to beat that you know and I want it as well and it's going to be there and it's, I'm going to get there sorry I'm pure like in my bubble of dreams and happiness and I'm like yeah it's just going to happen and yeah. oh, well, I think that uh, you definitely seem um single-minded in your focus like you know it's kind of like boom like even the fact in the fact like you just there like threw yourself into constant training there you know like as soon as you heard it with the yeah. IMAFs and they thought that it was something to be achieved there like you were just all in I think yeah I think, yeah. I think you need <laughs> See, that. You know, 100% nothing, you know, yeah I don't like doing things half hours like if I'm not gonna do it like I just won't do it do you know what I mean I'm just like no like whereas if I do something I'm usually like I am a very like committed person just even in life I've realized that myself like even like friendships or something like I'm like you give 100% you know what I mean I feel like give 100% there like just don't do it that's me but then again like 100% is for everyone not everyone wants to be world champion do you know what I mean and that's grand as well like that's just that's their path but I know for me like I'm like right this is what I want to do this is what I'm gonna do and this I'm gonna be ah sorry <laughs> I'm getting real oh I'm not getting emotional I'm hardly no Jesus right no but I just see it and it just it gives me just a lot of no no it gives me it gives me joy I have to drive there but just like, I don't, like, saying passion. Like, I was reading, like, what was I reading? I was reading, like, Ego is the Enemy, and it's a book. But, like, there was something in it, and it was, like, everyone can have passion, but like, what is passion can always be a bad thing. It can be a bad thing as well. Like, what is passion without purpose? And then I was, like, right, yeah. I was, like, I used to say I'm very passionate. I was, like, oh, I'm very passionate about MMA. But I'm, like, I am, but, like, I have a bigger goal for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know what's driving me to want to do this. Like, just even say my mom, like, that's one of the things that's driving me to want to do this so much you know what I mean like my mum was a single mum to three of us a whole life and we're, like even I said to her I was like if you won the lotto would you move out flats and she was like no like she I just want to like give her a happy early retirement you know what I mean do up the flat for her I make I'd be happy to take care of her and then take care of myself and all and like my friends but like me main one of my main drives will definitely is definitely my mum and like I want it for me as well though do you know what I mean like I want to be the best like I can <laughs> like I can feel that in me I just want that as well but there's external things that obviously like push us to be there and it's just yeah it's nice as well it's, it keeps you up do you know what I mean it, it gives me something to look forward to the purpose there like have a bigger purpose like I want it in sport like I need to start crying I was at a gamma competition and that's a gamma like Phil Mopier runs them in Port Leash and then 
and we went against there was no girl it was me I got me blue belt that Christmas and then I there was no one in the division to go against so I had to go against one of the fellas well I asked no and he was like are you sure I was like yeah please I just want to compete so he let me against he let me go against one of the lads and then there was like little girl I lost but like there was a little girl and even though I lost like I could hear she's only like five because I was recording all me in fights like me matches in jits so when it was over I was listening back to it and like you could hear the little girl in the back of the video being like oh man I just want to do what she's doing like and I'm just like oh my god like no and she was so I was like oh my like that just made my whole like day I was like oh this girl is like just saying this about me like I'm like that's just so nice and then even in my flats like one of the like mams that lives like above me she was like Oh, she just said to me, she's like, you hold yourself in a way. It's like a quiet confidence. It's not like that, da, da, da. like it's not like in your face. But she was like, you hold yourself in a way that is just like, if my like, I don't want to say the name, but if my like daughter comes out to half the woman you are, like Sarah, I'll be happy. Like she looks up to you and all. Like you go, she sees you leaving the flats every day, going training and doing that, and you come back and she's just like, oh, Sarah's doing this. And even when during lockdown, we done like a few exercises like mornings in the flats, and it was just you can just see that like. No, no, you just see the hope in people's eyes that didn't have it all the time. And to sometimes be that like person who can do that or can like create that like atmosphere is like, no, it doesn't have to be this way. It can be better. Just like it's it's just it's a different type of like satisfaction. Do you know what I mean? It's a different type of happiness. It's like, oh, like what? <laughs> like so I just want to help people. Yeah, I just want to help people. I just want to inspire people and I just want to be a good role model. Because like deep down I know I'm a good person, do you know what I mean? Like I do, like I know I have good values and a good core. Like we all make mistakes, but like I know like I have a good core. So I'm like, right, if I can even try to inspire like one young girl who's like because I didn't believe in myself at all. Like I literally quit gymnastics because I thought I was too fat. That's really like, do you know what I mean? Like there was like that was the main reason I quit gymnastics. I was like, oh, I didn't like love myself or anything. Like that's basically the main reason. I didn't want to say it earlier when I was a bit scared, but now I'm like, oh conversation. But like if I'm saying like if I can be that like inspiration to one girl who's like, no, like I'm not enough. But then they see sometimes you just need to see someone else do something to be like, right, maybe I am. Or for someone to talk about something that they are feeling to know, oh shit, I'm not the only person who feels this way. Do you know what I mean? And then hopefully like people can just get inspiration from that, just to even like look into themselves as well. But I'm I think I am very open as well. Like I feel like even on my social media. Like, I feel like I'm open enough, do you know what I mean? Like, I try to, like, just be myself in it. And, like, people say that to me. They're like, oh, yeah, you can, like, you're just being you. And I'm like, yeah. But, like, sometimes a lot of conversations I even have with people, like, people don't really talk about. And I'm like, but why don't we talk about it? Do you know what I mean? Oh, because you just don't. That's just not the way you talk about it, society. But, like, I'm like, yeah, but you should because that little conversation or that little, like, 30-second conversation you have with someone could literally change their whole perspective it couldn't give them that little sense of like ah right someone you know so I'm gonna go into and like I just had a conversation with someone the other day and they were like why are you saying that to people for it was just about um it was basically about like we were, we were talking about like STIs and no one was talking about it and like I've never had one thank god but I was like talking and I was like but it shouldn't be like something you're ashamed of and all and I started talking about that and he's like why is like don't be saying that and all that <laughs> like what like don't be saying what like you want this girl to be sitting here feeling ashamed of herself like for something that like isn't like normal well not normal but like it's it's more normal than we think it is you know what I mean and I was like but like, he's like yeah but you don't talk about it and I was like but why like why can't they not talk about it like this girl's sitting here feeling alone do you know what I mean like if I can say one thing that makes her feel a little bit less alone happy days like get away I don't care what you think like oh yeah that's sorry that's basically what like I was saying don't know where that came from I have a clue so yeah wow, sorry Jamie <laughs> you're, talking, you're talking a lot of sense you're going to tell me yeah right so I'm not shy talking right so like <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. well I suppose uh so I, I know you so you've mentioned your uh upcoming fight what, what's the kind of what's the details uh, who is it when's the opponent when's it happening yeah how do you watch it it is the 3rd of April, Cage Legacy. You're protecting tennis. <laughs> um, it is hopefully going to be in Dublin. That's what they said. But we want another location until the day before. There is no tickets, but there is pay-per-views. So the pay-per-view link is going to be in my bio. If anyone wants to watch the fight, it's going to be in my Instagram bio. But they're like, it's, it's 11, you're 16. Yeah, that's the details of the show. 
it's become me my first amateur fight so basically my first adult mma fight so all oh, real so oh, i'm so excited i'm going against uh sinead Nihil, and i'm going against her and she's part of uh svg hq now so she trained under john and i trained on the own so it's just a little thing as well it's like <laughs> yeah beautiful. i went against her twice though so she was my first ever jiu-jitsu competition like when i done when i joined grace when i done joined balance i jumped into a competition in dcu i was like oh fuck it was that like oh, experience and she was my first competition there my first jits competition she bet me not gonna lie she did beat me and then i went against her at gamma and she bet me at gamma as well in jits but like ah i'm gonna kill her like it's not even like i'm gonna absolutely destroy her in the nicest way possible like in like lovely girl talented you know what i mean doing it a good few years lots of experience like yeah she's, she's a hard, hard worker as well do you know what i mean but yeah i'm just better and it's just that simple and that's terrible to even say but hopefully on today it will be proven and i just want i really want to make a statement because like i someone called me on instagram friday the other day and i just wanted to tell them to fuck off like i was like what i was like are you joking i was like you don't see yeah i might be like active on instagram and stuff but like you don't see the hours i put in do you know what i mean and it's it's easy but to be honest there's no way no one's seen it because i haven't had a fight to even prove myself yet do you know what i mean like so people can not that people can say what they want but to be honest there's no evidence to me to back this up yet do you know what i mean i know world champion but that's different that's under 18 that's a different level but and I but I am a world champion, do you know what I mean? And I got that in a year, so I'm gonna win me first MMA fight. I'm gonna just ah, it's gonna go up and onwards and there. I'm just gonna be happy. <sighs> but yeah, it's gonna be a good fight. I'm excited for it. I really am. Basically, of I only have it's at 61 kilo as well, which is good because in my last fight camp it was 63, but I was the heaviest I ever was. Then like in December, I don't know what happened. I literally got like I usually walk around around 67, but in December I was like 70 two and i had to get to 63 that's what happened <laughs> lockdown like, happened like. <laughs> i was like what like seven, but 72 like i was never 72 in my life i was like what the fuck happened here and then i had to lose like nine kilo in like three weeks but now i have basically five like i'm 66 now so i have like five kilo to lose in two months so i'm like i am happy <laughs> no yeah i'm excited it's a great team around me though and hopefully there's gonna be a few from charleston on the card as well i think jerry's on the card sean mcconnell Carol Braden, I'm gonna end up missing one of these and they're gonna be serious. But there's gonna be a lot of people on the card as well, so it's gonna be a packed card. It's gonna be a good show. Like and I am excited. I'm really excited. Because it won't be an easy fight. I don't think it's gonna be easy, but I think that the better fighter will win and I am the better fighter. <laughs> Sorry, I hate even said like is that cocky to say? Like I'm here, like I'm gonna kill her. But like I genuinely just believe that because I know what I do, do you know what I mean? And I know like Oh, so I know who I am, but not in that way. But I just sure. Look, if you don't think you're gonna beat someone, why would you fight them? Do you know what I mean? Like, why? Like, if you don't think you can go in there and be like, obviously, like if they're like she has more experience. She she has been training for about five six years. Like I remember because I brought her up to Charlottesville. Like I used to be like good mates with her. Like yeah, uh, and I know she has like a lot of experience, but I just know that experience means fuck all and. Like when you're me and you just work because I'm I'm gonna work. Do you know what I mean? I work. I put in hours. Hours don't lie. That's how I say it. Sorry. Not that I'm even like the butterfly will win. And it's MMA as well. Anything can happen. So I'm not gonna be like this cocky cunt who's like, ah, oh, I'm gonna kill. Like, but I really was just that cocky. <laughs> I really was that person. But like, it's in a nice way. Do you know what I mean? It's in a way of just me believing in myself because I know like hours don't lie. Do you know what I mean? That's all I'm even gonna say. Like the hours you put on a mat. Like, they don't lie some people can't perform but i've realized now i can like that was in my head as well that little bit of doubt where it's like oh shit imagine i get into this cage and i just fucking freeze but like i maths that was probably the hot, most like high pressure situation that i was ever in in my life and i'm like Ugh. and i was so happy like there and i felt even when i went into the cage i was i was shaking i, I basically ran at the girl like there was no headshot i basically just went like, like head first like zooming her but uh the confidence there yeah i think it's just i don't know yeah errors that lie and i'm just yeah. happy and i'm just excited yeah you have to be confident that you're you're going to win like you said, yeah you like it's your, a fight like you know. yeah i suppose just one more thing before we finish up i tend to ask uh, everybody if you had to pick uh, a favorite fighter a favorite fighter you like to watch who would you pick um yeah i'm gonna say misha tate yeah she i love misha oh, tate cool. 
Yeah, old school, but fucking class. <laughs> I mean, I'm watching her and I'm like, she is just a legend her and you can't beat Katie Taylor though I know probably every Irish person says that but just as a role model like oh my god like even before I was into any like combat sports you're just like she is like the definition of humble but like when you say successful like what is success you know what I mean when I look at her I'm like that is success like the legacy she is leaving and just the print that she has on people especially young girls like I'm just like oh like the clap do you know what I mean just that as well yeah, yeah, two good picks there. I'd say Katie Taylor. Yeah, yeah like the, her, her last fight. I think it summed it up. I said this to somebody else recently who was on as well. And after her last fight, like the commentator said, like there's nobody who ever has anything bad to say about Katie Taylor. Like everybody no. who meets her says she's sound. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's kind of yeah. The thing. Like how, if someone uh, says something bad, it's their problem. Do you know what I mean? They were obviously just in the, like. Yeah, no. so I think that kind of sums up like the fact that she's a like a killer, like when she steps between the ropes. But like I said, everybody then still yeah. thinks that she's sound. So, yeah, true, yeah. Uh, true testament to her. Same. But uh, yeah, look, I think we'll leave it there. Uh, thanks, Minnie, for coming on. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed hearing your no story. No problem. Um, Thank you. Like that, all the best in your fight uh, in April. And I'm sure, like you, like I said, you're you're single minded there and you're focused. So I'm sure you'll you'll, you'll do great. <laughs> and uh, yes, thanks, thanks Minnie, so for coming much. on. Thanks for having me, honestly. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so take care and I'll, uh, like, I'll, I'll be watching. I'll watch the photo. I'll, I'll, I'll buy the pay-per-view and uh, I'll watch Eh, uh, <laughs> one done. <laughs> oh. Lovely stuff. See you. Take care. Bye.